Hello, and welcome to Brain Tangents. With me, Sierra. On this uh, episode, we're going over my weird hobbies. Um, I do a lot of weird stuff. I'm a weird person. Um, if you are new, uh, Brain Tangents is where we kind of have a topic and see where my ADHD brain takes us on different tangents that may or may not relate to the potential topic. Um, so we're going to go over my weird hobbies and things that I do or eat or say or whatever uh, that is weird. Um, uh, like I said, I have ADHD. I probably have, this is all undiagnosed, but I'm pretty goddamn sure I have it. Uh, ADHD is probably just a given, you know, it's just one of those. Uh, OCD, probably ADHD, which is autism related ADHD or just straight up autism. I don't fucking know, but we're here for it. Um, and we're here for my weird, my weird things. So like right now I just, I just recorded another podcast. Uh, go check it out. Uh, it's about politics and what my opinions are and my opinion on opinions and shit like that. It's a little spicy in there, but, uh, get going, get at it. Peter patter. Um, so here we are going over my weird things. And last episode, uh, while I was recording, I was kind of going through, so I play a lot of games. Um, I have been told by Cody, my husband, if you're, if you're new listener, that is my husband. His name is Cody. I say we a lot. I'm usually referring to me and him or we as in me and one of our dogs or both of our dogs or all four of us. Just so you know, that's usually the we. Um, he calls me a horse girl type, which I take offense to because I've never ever owned horses in my life. I've only ridden horses like two, maybe three times in my entire life. I'm 24. But he calls me the horse girl type because horses are my favorite animal. I will eventually want to own horses, but also because I want to train horses. That's the ultimate goal in my life. If you if you've been listening to my other other episodes, you know that I want to eventually use clicker training or positive reinforcement, which I'm learning in my dog training professional program class course thing that I'm going through right now, um, to teach a horse to be a barrel horse, run the, the clover pattern around barrels. If you know what that is, it's in a rodeo. Uh, to be a barrel racing horse, fully bareback and bridleless. So that means no saddle, no bit in the mouth, no bridle on its head, no neck rope, just all foot and leg. Foot, leg, trust, and practice, and positive reinforcement. Maybe the clicker. I don't know. It depends on the horse. But that's my end goal. Anyway. So he calls me the horse girl type because um, I play horse games religiously for years. I've been playing these games. Well, some of them. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I play games on my computer and there's one on my phone, uh, horse games, uh, which, you know, I don't think it's that weird. I'm 24, like I said, but I had to grow up really fast. Um, when I, when I was growing up, I had to grow up really fast for various reasons that I will not get into in this episode. Um, but yeah, I had to grow up really, really fast when I was, when I was younger, when I was living at home. Um, I moved out at 18, if that tells you fucking anything. Uh, I moved out as soon as I could, basically. Um, but since I had to grow up so fast, I am now taking a lot of my young adult life and doing childish things in it. Honestly, I am. Uh, I, I eat, I eat like a teenager. I play games like a teenager, like a kid, you know, I watch kid movies sometimes. Well, part of that is for the nostalgia of my childhood. Um, but I do enjoy them. You know, I, I do truly enjoy some kid movies you know, or young teen movies or whatever, young adult movies, um, and books, you know, those two, because I didn't really get to when I was growing up for whatever reason. Um, I don't remember most of my childhood. If you've been listening in previous episodes, you already know that, but I don't know most of my childhood, so I couldn't tell you a whole lot, but anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I do a lot of childish things, but then you add in some neurodivergent spice of ADHD, OCD, and probably autism, and you get some weird fucking habits, routines, hobbies, and activities that you do. And I'm going to tell you about some more of them. So I play three horse games, two on my computer, one on my phone, right? I also play on my computer a wolf game because I also enjoy wolves and dogs. Um, I don't do much with that wolf game as much as the horse games, whatever. Um, and then I play a bingo game on my phone and part of, I don't know what part of my neurodivergentness this is, but these games, most of them have like a daily reward, like going into the game every day you get like a little something for the game right like money for the game or coins or whatever right or like power-ups or whatever that is my jam like i have been playing these games for this long because of that like i just have like i need to fucking do the daily whatever login and get it I have to. And if I don't, I actually get a little upset inside. Like, I don't cry or scream or whatever. But in my brain, I'm just like, I fucked up. Damn. You know? Oh, well, maybe you don't know. I don't know. If you're neurodivergent, you might know. But if you're not, you're probably going to be like, what the fuck is this person talking about? Um, also, by the way, uh, I am non-binary and go by they, them pronouns. And I dress like a man. I dress in men's clothing. I look 
like a 12-year-old cowboy. Moving on. That was your recap for this episode. Moving on. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, moving on. Again and again. Um, my weird habits and hobbies and things. So, yeah, I do a lot of childish things. Um, <laughs> I mean, and all of the childish things I do, I do in the comfort of my home. I'm not weird in public. You know? I don't do weird things, say weird things, dress weird, whatever. I just, I just don't. Because, not not because it's weird, but because I just don't have a reason to. When I'm home, there's usually some sort of rhyme or reason behind what I'm doing. But out in public, there is no reason to be weird. You know? Like, I have been weird in public, like, with around friends and stuff in groups, and we're out in public. Like, we'll be fucking weird sometimes. Not, like, weird, but, like, we'll be loud, and we'll, like, cuss and talk about things that we probably shouldn't be talking about at that volume, you know? Like, that kind of weird, not, like, fucking wearing tails and stupid fuck. That... That shit pisses me off. Like, keep that shit home. Nobody wants to see a tail coming out of your fucking ass. Like, go home with that shit. Anyway. Anyway. I'm weird at home. I am neurodivergent crazy at home. Out in public, there's nothing really that I do. I mean, I still do, like, my OCD stuff. And I still have um, a way that I do things that might be weird. But I don't outright look, say, or do things that are weird. Because I have no reason. There's no reason for me to. Especially if I'm out do in the, doing something on my own. Like I'm out shopping, picking something up. Like I have no reason to be weird. But I'm still probably going to do my little OCD weird little habit shits. You know? Like that's just a given. But yeah, anyway. Um, back to my weird hobbies and things. Because you need to know all about me as a stranger. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, I have, but I haven't recently uh, also been playing um, Animal Crossing on my Switch. Which I know a lot of adults do, because it's a cool little game and we didn't have shit like that when we were growing up. Um, at least not to the same degree. Or to the same level. Um, but yeah, and so I've played that. I haven't played it in a really long time, though, because I get kind of bored of tycoon-like um, type games where you have to build up to stuff. I kind of get bored of those after a while. Like, like um, 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 Subnautica. Subnautica is an awesome game. It has a great story. So does um, Animal Crossing. You know, it has a good story. But yeah, like, it's just like Subnautica, but farming, so much farming to, to build things and to upgrade things is so much farming, and it's so boring. My ADHD brain just cannot handle it, but that's what's great about me and Cody both really like watching um, um, creators on YouTube that do game playthroughs because they usually skip and edit out all the farming stuff and it's all the exciting stuff so we get to watch a game that we both really like 
without all the weird filler shit, you know? Ah, it's so great. It would be like, it would be like if you were watching Naruto, all like thousand episodes or whatever the fuck, if you were watching Naruto and took out all of the filler episodes that literally had nothing important to give you and just watching that. Like, could you imagine? Fucking bomb, right? Right. Uh, um so yeah playing playing games where you have to do a lot of farming for either leveling up or for items and and shit like that can't do it I get I just get bored after a while you know but then back to what I was saying before like I have to do the daily login whatever stuff that is still farming. I don't know why I like that, but I don't like, like, passive farming, I guess I like, and active farming, I don't. I guess that's the, that's the difference. Sorry, I have to steal some blanket back from my dog. Because he likes to hoard it, even though he's a fucking heater. Yeah, you. Sorry. Okay. But, like, I also am sitting here adjusting my shirt, like, every five seconds because it, I'm, like, sitting at an angle and the fabric, sorry, is, like, bunching up all weird when I move in because I'm sitting at an angle, leaning over to the left to look at my computer and, and shit and play these games while I'm recording. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, like, adjusting my shirt. And that is, like, an, like a... A, a feeling a sensory thing which is like the autism at least my opinion of my autism like I said all of this is undiagnosed I have never ever once gone to a doctor for ADHD OCD ADHD or autism I have never once gone to a doctor for those things you want to know why because my mom doesn't think those things are really real you know what I mean? Like, she does, but she thinks they're, like, really, really, like, not really, really rare, but, like, uncommon. She thinks they're so uncommon. It's like, Mom, where do you think I got this shit from? Probably you! You know? Like, I probably got this from you. And so, I'm just like, what do you, what do you mean you think this is uncommon? Draven. Draven, lay down. You're stealing my blankets, dog. Sorry. Ugh interruption by dog again um but yeah and so I never went to a doctor for this shit and now that I'm 24 I don't really want to go to a doctor for this shit because I don't want them to tell me that I'm really bad <laughs> you know I'm, I mean I'm not afraid of it but there's just like no reason I feel like like I other than an actual like having a diagnosis what's the point of getting a diagnosis you know what I mean it doesn't really change me it doesn't I mean I guess I could get meds for my ADHD but I smoke weed which depending on what I'm smoking helps my ADHD sometimes depending on what I'm smoking it makes it worse and sometimes my short-term memory is even worse than it normally is but I guess I guess it wouldn't be too terrible to get a diagnosis for that reason at least for ADHD there's not much else you can do about OCD or 
or autism as far as like medications to um, like treat it. But obviously there are things to do to make life easier with OCD and autism, you know, or like therapy and, and rehabilitation stuff like that. But that's a lot to go through at 24. And I honestly, I'm too lazy for that shit. Although I probably wouldn't be too lazy for that shit if I got treatment. So I guess that's a thing. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. I'll ask. I'll ask my doctor. See what she, see what she thinks. Um, anyway, wow, that was a tangent. Brain tangent. Okay. Uh, I don't like that theme song either. So we'll just have to keep going on that one. But do you guys even like this fucking podcast? Like, this is my fifth episode. Only five. Five episodes between like 45 minutes and an hour-ish. Like, do people even like this shit? I am just talking out my opinionated ass. I don't know, but I like it. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. Talk to imaginary people. Like, I can imagine you sitting in my living room with me and I'm just talking to you. That's probably not a thing I should confess to strangers on the internet, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I do weird things and I have weird sensory issues, but I, I'm not as bad as I probably am. I don't think that I'm as bad as I probably am, I should say. I don't think I'm very bad. I don't think I'm that autistic or that ADHD. Um, I'm, well, I am that ADHD. Otherwise I wouldn't have started this fucking podcast on a whim two or three, two days ago, three days ago, whatever it was. I don't remember when I started this. I think it was two days ago. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know about the autism, but I know about the ADHD for damn sure. And the OCD is, could, I guess, be tied into either autism or ADHD. So I guess that's kind of a byproduct. Uh, one second, I'm going to take a drink. Like, I need to announce that to you. But I feel like when it's just me on the podcast, I need to announce why there is silence <laughs> or why you might be hearing a weird something, you know? Like, you might be able to hear my dishwasher in the background, but that's because it's old, loud as fuck, and this is a cheap mic. And my dishwasher is also only like 25 feet away from me, maybe 20, with no walls in between. So, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean... I do weird shit. I'm a weird... I am weird shit. I have a routine that I do. Like, since I'm home most days, all day, uh, since I just do online schooling, recap time, I do online schooling, I'm unemployed. Um, my online schooling is a dog training program to be a professional dog trainer, which I will eventually have my own business, but I'm going to turn that into animal training, not just specifically dogs, and recap. Uh, and so I'm home all the time, all day, every day, you know? And so I have these routines. Uh, give me one sec. I got to text the Cody. Okay, cool. Oh, shoot. He's asking me. 
if I want anything from the store on his way home. Ooh, guys, I know you can't talk to me, but what do I want? Ooh, this is a food tangent, which are the best tangents because I get to listen to my stomach, which I usually ignore throughout the day because I barely eat. I'm a snack person. I very rarely have meals, my, my, like, like during the first parts of the day. I have a dinner. I always have a dinner meal. But I very rarely have breakfast and lunch. I'm almost always just snacking. I just snack throughout the entire day. And it's usually small snacks. Um, I'm a small person. Uh, partially because of genetics, which I got screwed on. But also partially because I don't eat very much. And I have a very high metabolism, which is also probably, you know, genetic you know, I'm pretty sure metabolism is genetic. Um, oh, sorry, I'm t asking him for a snack, but I just don't know what the fuck kind of snack I want. <laughs> um, but I'm five foot and currently like 96 pounds. And I know for some of you, when you imagine that five foot, 96 pounds, you're imagining like an like anorexic looking skinny bone person, but that's not me. I for my height and weight, I'm kind of thick, like I'm muscly, but I'm not. I wouldn't. I guess thick is wrong. If I say thick, y'all are gonna think I have a fat ass, which I do not. I I have a white ass. I have an ass. It's there. You can you can get a handful. And jiggle it a bit, you know, which is mostly, it's mostly muscle because I don't have a lot of fat on my body because I'm 96 pounds. Remember, I'm, I'm still very small, but I'm not skin and bone. I have some meat on my bones. I'm not very strong. I'm not, you know, I don't have a lot of stamina. I barely work out, guys. Like, I'm lazy as shit. Um, I just don't have the motivation. <laughs> I don't have the motivation for a lot of things. That's probably one of my neurodivergent things um but like yeah I don't I snack I snack 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 and it's always small snacks that make me feel full but I I don't really um I don't really do much and that's pretty lazy of me but honestly I just, like I said I just don't have the motivation to do like fucking anything um but yeah so I'm really small but I'm not skin and bones I I have thighs I have I have I like to think I have real I think my legs are the nicest part of me I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that and yes they are hairy I've been growing them out for like a year now they're fabulous same with my armpits I have nice armpit hair it's fabulous Anywho, um, yeah, I'm very small, not skin and bones, not anorexic, but I'm very small. I'm five foot. My genetic line fucked me up. So my mother, at the height of her life, so like her tallest point, I think she was like 4'11", and she is now like 4'9". 
maybe four eight and a half or some shit like that. She's she's shrunk a lot. She's fifty some fifty something now. I'm not gonna say, but uh, she's she's shrunk a lot. And my biological father, who I have never met and do not personally know. I mean, I know who he is. I know his name. I know what he looks like, and I know where he lives because Facebook. Um, but I knew his name and what he looked like because of my birth certificate and two pictures that my mom kept to show me or whatever. Um, so I know what he looks like and I know his name, but I don't know him. I've never met him. I've never met his family. Nothing. Never talked to him on the phone. No contact. Nothing. Although I did message him to see if he wanted to get to know me. Haven't heard back. We'll see what happens on that. I'll keep you guys posted. But, uh, yeah. So, he, from estimations from those photos, I estimate he's like six foot. At least at that time, which was in the 90s. Uh, the mid to late 90s, because I was born in 98. I'm 24. Uh, he looks to be about six foot. About a foot taller ish give or take a few inches than my mom as best as I could gauge in the photos you know and I'm five foot I drew the shortest almost the shortest stick I could have drawn in the genetic lottery what the fuck is up with that you know like why who who dare how dare you know like jesus christ but anyway back to my weird shit brain tangent no i don't like that one either uh but yeah i do a lot of weird shit i'm a weird person i eat a lot of weird things like for my little snacks very very weird um sorry i'm texting him again about fucking snacks because dude uh Excuse me. God, I'm fucking hungry. I had a couple bites of tiramisu, like I had said or, uh, in the last episode. I had taken a break and had a couple bites of tiramisu. And I have a drink, and I got weed. But, man, I don't know what to eat. I never know what to eat unless I, I go to the store and I look around. That's how I find something to eat. I can't just think about food items and be like yep I want that one I'm craving that one I can't do that I have to look at it or be something I've been craving already that I know that I want you know I can't I have to look at it I have to when I'm hungry sitting on the couch and I'm hungry I have to get up and I have to go look around my pantry look in my cupboard and look in my fridge where all the we keep all of our foods our food items and food options. I have to get up and I have to look. I can't just think, okay, what do we have in the pantry? Uh, what do we have in the fridge? Uh, I don't know if I want anything from there. What about the cupboard? Like, I can't put that in my brain. I just, I can't do it. And even right now, like I told him, like, like, he asked me if I wanted any sweet tea. Would I? Okay, another weird thing about me related to this food topic I don't drink water. I don't drink water. Plain water, out of the tap, out of a bottle, only when absolutely necessary. Otherwise, I don't drink water. Do not do it. I drink tea. I drink juice. I drink, like, 
So like right now I'm drinking a vitamin water, dragon fruit flavor, because that's my vitamin water obsession right now is the dragon fruit flavor because I don't get as tired of it as I do other flavors. Um, which is also a weird thing about me. I get tired of foods and flavors and I have to switch it up. Otherwise, like it makes me gag and I just can't eat it. Not like gag, but it like makes me uncomfortable. It makes me like, like, mm, I just, I just can't eat this, you know? Um, ugh. but yeah, he, he, like, I was like, okay, um, I don't want any sweet tea right now. Like I can wait. He's going to go shopping tomorrow, like grocery shopping tomorrow. So I can wait for tomorrow for tea. But he, he asked, I said, no tea, but maybe a snack. And he's like, okay, think about what you want. You got about 40 minutes with like a smiley face, like a, like a, I don't know if you like a smirk face. It, we, we use it as like a ha or like a smirk face, like a ha ha like gotcha like kind of thing it's it's a it's a colon with a capital or lowercase letter p right after it you know that face because he he knows in that 40 minutes i'm probably not gonna come up with anything and i'm either not gonna get a snack because i can't find figure out what i want or he's just gonna figure something out and buy it for me and then figure out if we're gonna throw it away when he gets home because i i do or do not want it which I know sounds super wasteful because sometimes it is, but other times we give it away to people. Like, you know, we're not like super wasteful people or whatever, but yeah. And so I don't know what I want to eat now or in 40 minutes from now. Like, what do I say? What do I do? I don't fucking know. But he also just texted me that police are invest. <laughs> he, he, he typoed. He said, police investing seven to eight shots fired at Walmart on uh, Lancaster uh, and he said he doesn't miss working for the pre previous company that he worked for which is not Walmart but related to stores um, and uh, it's supposed to be investigating but he did investing which is kind of funny um, but yeah uh, I'm going to tell him I'll think about a snack but you and I know that it's not going to happen. He knows it's not going to happen, you know? <laughs> um, ooh, sorry, I just hit my computer on accident with my phone. But yeah, so I'm, I'm fucking weird. I got weird-ass habits. Oh, routines. Oh, my gosh. That's, okay, we went on a really big tangent, brain tangent. We were talking about my routines because I'm home almost all day, every day. So I have a lot of routines, guys. Oh, my God. Um, most of which revolve around my dogs um, because I take care of my dogs before I take care of myself. I am that kind of person. Well, not always, but, like, in the general gist of life, I will take care of the creatures in my care before myself uh, in, like, the my general you know, day to day. So like I wake up, I go to the bathroom, pee, whatever. Right. And then I immediately take the dogs out potty. So our house, we don't have a back door. Um, what was our back door? Um, when the house was built back in 1952, 
is now the door into the single car garage they very soon after building the house i'm I, my my assumption is very soon after they built the house they built the garage um and so we have no back door the what was probably our back door is now the door that goes in in down into our single car garage um and so we don't have a back door so we have to take the dogs out the front door um walk around the front of the house which it, the length of that is just the living room length if that makes sense because our front door is like in the middle of the front of our house so we only walk like half the house length uh in front of the house to our one of our side gates uh and take the boys in the backyard that way and we have to do that every single time because we don't have a back door yet we are hopefully that's hopefully going to be the next project that we do with this house and that'll hopefully be this year hopefully this uh late this spring or summer when the weather is better we'll have a back door um cut into the back of our house where the utility room is um out into the backyard that would be so nice um but yeah so i take the boys out we go potty depending on the weather um we stay out for as long as the boys want um so that could be usually right in the morning when i take them out we're only outside for maybe five to 15 minutes because it's cold still you know it's windy it's bleak it's whatever we're in oregon you know if if you know you know um so we're only out for like 10 15 minutes we come back inside if it's rainy i wipe off their paws and stuff before we come inside they give me their paws it's really cute um very well trained when they want to be dogs that's kind of how i describe them um and so i bring them back inside and i immediately feed them breakfast so um our big dog our pity draven which we call him dre or gravy his nickname is gravy we're trying so hard over the last like year and a half we've had him to switch his name over from draven to gravy but he just responds best to draven or dre so we just end up calling him dre most of the time d-r-a-y um which is you know whatever he responds it's great it's still a nice name it's simple dre you know uh, he is not named after Dr. Dre, which I'm assuming some people probably assume uh, when I tell him or call him Dre, you know, when I when I call him Dre. But he's not named after Dr. Dre. I don't like Dr. Dre. I don't like rap. I don't really care for rap um, most of the time. Some some very few rap songs are okay for me. Anyway, um, so our big dog Dre gets fed breakfast and dinner. And then, like, throughout the day, we do training sessions for my program or um, enrichment for him or whatever, you know, right? Uh, and so, that's kind of his snack, mid-meal, you know, throughout the day, he gets, he gets stuff, treats and whatever. Um, so, he gets breakfast and dinner. Hodge, Hodgins, our little dog, he's a little chihuahua, excuse me, chihuahua papillon mix. He's going to be 11. Dre's going to be 5 this year. Uh, Hodge is going to be 11 this year. And Hodge is, he's kind of like free-fed in a way. Because I give him, he gets 
dinner. Like that's when he gets fresh food is dinner time is when he gets fresh food. Um, and at that time I put about three quarters of a cup of food in his dish and then he won't eat his food until after me and Cody have eaten our dinner. Dre eats his food right away every time. Um, but Hodge won't eat his food until after we eat our dinner. So he, Hodge usually ends up eating and he doesn't even eat all of it. He's like half of it, half of the three quarter cup. Um, he eats it after we eat. So he eats anywhere from like six to seven o'clock, depending on when we eat, obviously, you know? Um, and he only eats half of it. So he has the other half to eat whenever he wants until the next dinner time when I give him more fresh food. And usually there's still food in his dish when I give him more fresh food. So he is basically always has food in his dish, but never eats it all, ever. It, it, is, it is like so rare the times he eats all of his food in his dish. It's, I don't know, he's a weird old man, but he's never underweight or overweight, you know? Like, he just, he, in the summer, he's about 10 pounds, and in the winter, he's about 12 pounds. So he only changes about two pounds, but I never change the way I feed him or how much I feed him. And he gets enrichment and stuff throughout the day, too. Like, both of them do. And they're both very, very routine. So I feed them breakfast, and then I uh, eat breakfast, shower, whatever, you know, whatever I need to do for the day. And then we're lazy for, the, like, the rest of the day. Uh, or we do, like, chores or training sessions between episodes of shows or um, during, um, uh, like, commercial breaks and stuff between shows or during movies or whatever. We do training sh sessions. We do chores. Well, I do chores when I'm home alone. Um, but, yeah. And so we have that, that just kind of morning routine. And then at night we have a routine as well. Um, well, I guess when I'm home all day every day and I don't have anything to like really do, you know, I take the boys out when I wake up, which is usually like around eight. So they go outside around eight and then I take them after they eat their breakfast. I take them out again about two hours after they eat their breakfast. So I take them out again around like 11, um, depending. When I mean, when I say depending, I mean that depends on me how I feel, if I want to get up, the dogs, how they feel, if they want to get up, and the weather, because it's Oregon. Um, <laughs> so we, we usually go on our second potty break anywhere between 11 and noon, usually. And then, you know, we do whatever, whatever, whatever. And then we usually go out again another two to, two to three hours later. So, so that's like, what, one, two... Yeah, I'd say like one to three o'clock. Well, no, one to two. We usually go out like one to two o'clock. And then I take them out again before they get dinner. So they get dinner about 5.30 um, every night, depending on if, you know, the, I, well, I guess I'm talking about a day that I'm home all day. So yeah, they get dinner at 5.30, but I take them out around five for potty, um, which, you know, Hodge, since he's a little dog and he's an old man, 
Um, he's got more of a routine than Dre does. Hodge poops and pees in the morning and poops and pees before bed. That's it. He will rarely poop or pee in between those two times. He's on a schedule. And he has been on that schedule, honestly, I don't even know how long. Like, that's just how he's always been, as far as I can remember. But also, my memory is terrible. So, that's my dog. Uh, he's weird, like I am. But that makes sense. Because he, well, he also grew up with cats. He's basically a cat dog. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, they, they have their routine. Uh, you know, we take him out before dinner. Then they get dinner. Uh, then I take them out. If Cody works the next day, I take them out when he gets ready for bed, which is between 7.30 and 8 o'clock. So I take them out for what at that time is Hodgins last potty. So he won't go out again until the next morning for potty, right? So Hodge will poop and pee. Dre will probably just pee. Sometimes he poops. Sometimes um, that amount of time is not enough for him to go to the bathroom uh, after dinner. Um, so I always, if Cody works the next night, he goes, you know, he's getting ready for bed between 7.30 and 8. And I usually go to bed l later, like 10, 11, 12, maybe 1 if I'm really just not tired. Or later even sometimes if I'm really not tired. Uh, so I take them out like 7.30, 8 o'clock while Cody's getting ready for, for bed. And then before I go to bed, I take Draven out, Dre, uh, one more time for him to pee or if he didn't poop earlier, to poop. Um, and then we go come back in and I go to bed. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of our routine, uh, which I don't know which part of my neurodivergence, C, whatever that is, um, probably autism, I would assume. Are routines and things autism? I honestly don't know. I should probably look that up. I should probably just go to a fucking doctor and get diagnosed with whatever the hell I have. And do like actual testing and stuff. But anyway. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just fucking weird. I'm just fucking weird. Um, I grew up in what you would call or what you may have uh, heard called an ingredient household and I still live in an ingredient household because that's what Cody also grew up in an ingredient household and so we always have a lot of snack things and things that you wouldn't consider to be snacks but are um, so like chocolate chips if we are feeling sweet and chocolatey we eat some chocolate chips right if if uh well I haven't done this in a long time because I just don't really do it anymore. But when I was a kid growing up in my ingredient household, being really weird like I am, um, we, I, this is one of the things I remember about my childhood. I would eat just random ass shit. Like, I would get a couple of, like, grains, I guess, of, like, rock salt, and I would just eat them, suck on them. I fucking love salt still, but I don't do that anymore. But when I was a kid, I did weird shit like that. You know? Or I would just eat. Eat fucking Cheerios. Nothing on them. Just Cheerios. Get a little bowl and just fucking eat Cheerios. Like, you know, I still eat 
like little snacky things like that like lots of little snacks like I'll eat some um seasoned nuts or or like a fruit leather or you know whatever but um yeah I ate some weird ass like ingredient things when I was a child or like I would get like a little uh scoop of cream cheese on a spoon or something and just fucking eat it or like a uh, peanut butter spoon I can't okay when I was a kid I would eat peanut butter on a spoon so much that I can now not eat peanut butter in in most anything and I, I just don't like peanuts anyway but peanut butter can't even I can barely even ugh, I just can't do it and Cody he fucking loves peanut butter and so do my dogs they love peanut butter everyone in my house but me loves peanut butter and so sometimes when Cody is eating peanut butter he just eats it out of the fucking canister like he gets those big like like paper like cardboard canisters like you find at Costco and shit he gets those and he just gets a spoon and eats peanut butter out of it he just eats it out of the canister and I'm like, bro, I can't do it because I can smell it. I can smell the peanut butter and it makes me queasy. It makes it, it doesn't smell good. It's not good. I can't do it. I just can't. But he loves it. He loves peanut butter. He's like, oh, it's the protein. It fills me up. It keeps me full. It gives me energy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But it's fucking smelly. You stink. I don't like it. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Uh, give me a, one moment. I'm going to pause for uno momento before I tell you about more of my weird things. I just need to get a drink because my throat's dry. Okay, so if that wasn't enough weird stuff for you, if you haven't cringed enough yet, let me tell you about what I do with my hands. <laughs> I know that sounds fucking weird and a little ominous. But let me tell you about what I do with my hands and my fingers. So I am constantly doing something with my hands or fingers. A lot of you may recognize that as stimming. <laughs> I have that stim, doing stuff with my fingers, pretty much anything with my fingers I consider all one stim because there's just so much that I do and it's all the time I just consider stuff with my hands one stim like an umbrella stim you know if that makes sense like how gay is a an umbrella term for lesbian bisexual trans you know you know what I mean it's like an umbrella term so <laughs> what I do with my hands uh I will tell you all of the things I can think of that I do with my hands. So I have, I always have Silly Putty. I don't know if you've seen the Silly Putty that has like the chicken on the front. The weird looking like Hey Hey from Moana Chicken on the front. That's the good stuff. That Silly Putty is, it's the shit, that's it. It's, it's the best. I cannot praise this silly putty enough because for me and what I do, I just I just roll it between my fingers and like squish it between my fingers. So I squish it flat, roll it up so it's like a burrito kind of, but without folding in the ends. Flatten that so it's like a long rectangle, roll it 
long ways, you know, so it's like a shorter roll now. You know? You know what I mean? <laughs> I roll it that way. Squish it again. Roll it again. Flatten the end. Make another, like, burrito. And then squish it flat into a circle. And then just go back and forth between rolling it and squishing it and rolling it up like a burrito and squishing it and rolling it and squishing it and rolling it up like a burrito. And so that's what I do with putty. So... If you do something similar, you will know that the more you mess with putty, the like more off color it gets. And that's because since it is slightly sticky and you're rolling it and over and over and over again, it picks up whatever might be on your fingers, which includes dust, hair, skin cells. So like it gets gross. So you eventually throw it away and you have to rework another piece, right? I take a piece from the old piece before I throw it away and put it in the new piece so that it's easier to roll because also the more you roll it the more uh, oils from your skin gets in it and the easier it is to manipulate it's not as hard of a putty and so I take a little piece from the old one and I put it in the new one to make the new one easier to roll so it's not as hard right now call that not weird. It's fucking weird, right? Right? I don't know why I do it. Like, it's just a thing I do. When I feel like I need to do something with my hands, that's one of the things I do. I just do it. So I have, like, I have, currently, I have, like, ten of the little plastic eggs of different color silly putty stuff because I had bought myself a five pack and then my sister bought me a five pack for Christmas to put in my stocking. That's how much I use this fucking putty that my sister, who is six and a half years older than me and I have only lived with for two years since she moved out when she was like 1819 and she knows how much I use putty that's fucking sad and we like we we barely talk we don't really text like we don't that's just the kind of family we are you know we don't really talk to each other but we're family we hang out once a month um <laughs> so it's, it's one of those type of type of families oh uh, but yeah she got me fucking silly putty so right now I have like 10 little plastic eggs full of silly putty of different types so it's pretty great another thing I do with my hands is uh pop pop my knuckles I do that a lot I pop my knuckles all the time uh anytime someone else pops their knuckles I feel like I should pop my knuckles or at least try to um which is weird because I'm not like that with anything else other than popping my knuckles um, where I need to do it again. Well, and yawns. Popping my knuckles and popping my knuckles is like yawns. Like, it's contagious. Um, another thing I will do is pet my dogs. Uh, if they are near me, which they almost always are, I will pet them if I feel like it. But I also get tired of petting them. I get tired of the, the feeling of their fur. Or maybe I'll, like, move my hand to a different 
spot to pet because the fur is either softer or coarser or just different feeling. So I do that. Or just stop petting them because I'm tired of fur feeling in that moment. Um, which my little dog Hodge does not care for because he likes constant pets. Whereas Dre, he's he's really good with the flow. He's like, and like Hodge, if you stop petting him, he's like upset. Sometimes if you start petting him, he gets upset. Um, if you move while he's on or near you, he gets upset and he will probably get up and leave and go to someone else or somewhere else and look at you with disgust. Uh, he's very opinionated. Uh, and then Dre, super laid back. Like, he could be literally all in my lap and I could jostle around and basically dance with him on my lap and he wouldn't move an inch. He'd just be like, okay, whatever. Or, like, I'll start petting him. He loves it. I stop petting him, but my hand is still on him. He loves it. I stop petting him, and he's still just next to me. He loves it. I stop petting him. His head is on my lap. He loves it. Like, he doesn't care as long as he's near me. You know? And it's really great, honestly. For someone who's neuro, who, who's neurodivergent like me, like my specific... I guess mixture uh it's really great because sometimes I want to move and touch and pet him and I'm kind of hyper and I'm moving around like when I'm talking and stuff and other times I'm really relaxed I don't want to move I don't want to touch him I don't want to pet him but he's next to me he's touching me that's fine you know and it's great it's so great and then um another thing I do with my hands which I have a special pillow to do it, which will be cringe for some of you, that I have a special pillow. But I I know some of you out there also have a special pillow. A pillow you take with you when you travel, when you go camping, you sleep with every night in one way or another, whether it's under your head, between your knees, your feet, whatever. You have a special pillow. I know you're out there, people. I see you because I am also you, okay? We are we are the same in the aspect of having a special pillow. My special pillow happens to be two pillows in one pillowcase. Those of you who are millennials or older Gen Z may remember during nap time, whether that was at your own house or at daycare or at school, nap time pillows during this time, which was like, well, you know, it's probably, it's early 2000s, early to mid, or yeah, early 2000s. I'd say like 2000, well, no, because that's, that's, that would be for the, the Gen Z years. But okay, nap time pillows for millennials and early, and older Gen Z years. Um, the really thin pillows, the really thin, like cotton, uh, like, even the fluff is like cottony uh and it's covered in like a a white creamish cotton fucking cover and then whatever pillowcase obviously um but like the pillow itself super flat super thin but comfortable i have two of those two of those thin flat pillows together in one pillowcase but not just any type of pillowcase it's usually has to be a certain I don't even know 
what thread count or whatever, but it's like a certain cotton. Like newer pillowcases that are like that really soft cotton, like that like jersey cotton or whatever. Not good. Can't do it. It needs to be like the regular ass, plain ass, like 100% cotton shit pillowcase. Okay. N not the ones that are like super scratchy, like plasticky, like not those. Those are gross. But like the in-between ones that aren't like hard and plasticky, but aren't that super softy cotton. Okay. Those pillowcases, like the old style from nap time, pillows and pillowcases. Okay, that's that's it. That's my special pillow. Two of those pillows, one of those pillowcases, and I do like a weird thing with my... I don't even know how to describe it to you. That's how fucking weird it is. Like, unless you see me do it, you will not know what I'm talking about. So I'm not even going to try to describe it other than I rub the two... the pillowcase fabric, and you know how pillows have a case around them to just keep in the fluff, and then you put a pillowcase over that... So the case that keeps in the fluff and the pillowcase fabric, I rub the fabrics together. Like in a line up and down the pillow. Like up and down the length or width of the pillow. Like I just rub the, the fabric between my fingers. I don't know how else to describe it. That's it. But like it's an obsession. It is. I sometimes, like if when I was younger especially and I was like, in high school and like really really stressed it was really hard for me to stop if I was in the middle of rubbing the fabric between my fingers that's how fucking weird I am if that makes you cringe I'm sorry if that makes you not like me like all of this weird shit makes you not like me I'm sorry but keep in mind like I said before I don't do any of this shit in public guys this is all something I do in the comfort of my home because I have no reason to do it outside there's no there's no things that cause me to do all these stims outside. I still do weird things, like things in maybe a weird or unconventional way, but I don't do these weird things outside of my house. But it's it when I was younger, it was like a compulsion. I mean, it still is, obviously, but I was like like badly obsessed when I was younger and really stressed because it was like a stress relief, like self-soothe type type thing, you know, stim. Um so, like, my mom would call me, like, to, to come into the kitchen or whatever from my bedroom. And I'd be like, yeah, one sec. And I'd be, like, finishing rubbing fabric between my fingers. Because I, I, I had to finish what I was doing. I had to. I felt compulsed to finish it. And it's so weird. I know. I know. And, but you know what? <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> Cody. Even with all this weird shit I do, he still fucking loves me. You know? He knows it's weird, but he also knows it's something that I just have to do. It's just one of those things. I cannot help it most of the time, you know? Um, and so, like, I'll be sitting on the couch like I am right, literally right now. I am sitting on my couch going through all the weird things I do with my fingers and I am rubbing the fabric between my fingers on my special pillow. Here, listen.
I'm a fucking weirdo. You're welcome. <laughs> this is me. Welcome to my life. It's a fucking shit show. It's the shit and that's it. Um, brain tangents, my man. Uh, yeah. We are, <laughs> this is the longest episode so far of brain tangents. We just hit an hour long. Because I'm talking about weird shit that I do. That's so, that must be a thing too, part of being neurodivergent. Talking about all your weird things must be a thing. You know? That's gotta be a thing. And if it's not, it should be. I'll make it a thing. I'll do it. But yeah, that's all my finger shit. But I also have, like, back to more of the sensory stuff, like, when I was younger, I could not do the seam of socks on my toes. If I could feel the seam, wouldn't wear the sock. My mom had to get, buy me special socks to where the seam was on the outside of the sock or non-existent. I don't even know if those type of socks exist now. Was there just like a, a, a period of time, like an era of when those socks existed and now they don't anymore? They should definitely still exist. But I don't shop for socks. Because as I've gotten older, my sensory weirdness with socks has changed. So when I was younger, I couldn't do the seams. I couldn't do the seams. If I could feel it on my toes anywhere, on either side of the seam or in between, I could, mm -mm, any part of the seam, could not do. Now, I don't care about the seam over the tops of my toes but I do care about the little like bits on uh, either side of the seam of the, of the toe of the sock uh, that touch your big toe and your pinky toe, that little like ball of like extra thread and fabric and stuff that they fucking leave in for some reason and don't cut off. <laughs> that part can bother me. It's usually the pinky toe one that bothers me the most, but yeah, that part, that part bothers me now. But otherwise socks are fine. I do have a habit of with long socks. I love long socks. Like uh, like mid-calf socks or like below-the-knee socks. Love them. But I always roll them down. Like cuff them. Always. But I love the length. I just can't leave them up. I have to roll them. But I love long socks. So it's weird. So I have like a really weird relationship with like crew socks. Because they're crew socks are too short to roll properly but too long for me to like to leave unrolled so I usually end up either not wearing them or rolling them and just pulling them up all the fucking time because they like unroll and shit but like yeah socks socks <laughs> but I, I'm okay with ankle socks as long as they stay up on my foot. Ankle socks are fine. I cannot do no-show socks. Those are too low. Too, mm-mm, mm-mm, can't do. Uh, they just don't stay on my feet because my feet are always cold. So it, there's no sweat or frictionness, stickiness to hold the sock on my foot. So I need a sock that stays over my heel just by itself with no swelling from my feet or sweat from my feet because it barely exists my feet are almost always cold almost always um i also um 
I have knee problems, but I also have no idea why I still sit cross-legged. Some of you may refer to it as Indian style, which is not the same, actually. Uh, depending on which tribe you are, you sit differently. Um, I have heard. I don't know if that's true. You can tell me if I'm wrong. But I've heard that each region or tribe sit can, can have a different way of sitting uh, than others. Um, uh, for, like, ceremony or whatever, whatever. Right? Okay. Um, which, you know, don't call it Indian style. Just don't do it. Uh, crisscross applesauce. Too long. It rhymes. It's great for, like, kindergartners, but it's too long. All right, everybody, say crisscross applesauce. Like, no, too long. Crisscross. Legs crossed, cross-legged. Like, those are long enough. <laughs> you know? But I always sit cross-legged. Crisscross. That's just, that's just how I sit. Does not help my knee problems. Does not help any problem I may have with my body. Um... But I sit like that all the time. It's it's a comfort thing until it's not comfortable, <laughs> which is fucking stupid. But if you know, you know. Um, uh, let's see. What else do I do that's weird? I do a lot of fucking weird shit. Uh, my, okay, back to my special pillow because I didn't really talk about the pillow itself, just what I do with my fingers with that pillow. So it's those two thin flat nap time pillows together, right? Okay. So, I very rarely use this pillow for, a, like, under my head to lay my head on pillow. Um, when I'm at home or when I'm traveling to places that have pillows, like, you know, like, the pillow I'm bringing is not the only pillow that I will have access to, um, this pillow will be, like, a pillow that goes between my knees and that I also um, like, lay my arms around for comfort between my shoulders, because I have, my shoulders collapse, because I lay on them like a stupid person when I sleep, so that helps keep me, like, from collapsing on myself, I guess, I don't fucking know, um, so that's most of the time how I use my pillow. If I'm going camping, or, um, if I'm, like laying on my couch with no other pillows because we don't have pillows on our couch because we don't use them we don't like them they take up too much room on the couch um then it I use it as a head pillow but that like I said doesn't happen very often um but but um I have been more recently using it as a head pillow because I've been having a lot of um neck pain um and back pain and this pillow is like a really nice like height I guess better than my other pillow and it's also less noisy so like the the inner case that holds all the fluff of a pillow and the outer uh yeah the inner case is like noisy the fabric is noisy it makes like a whoosh whoosh when I move whereas this this pillowcase and my special pillow and the pillows inside and everything they don't make noise like they they do but it's not loud um 
you know i don't know it's it's one of those things it's one of those like sensory things like a loud pr pillow versus a, a not loud pillow you know um but yeah i do so much weird shit uh i'm gonna call it on this episode though because it's it's over an hour We're at almost an hour and 10 minutes because i keep talking because because yeah um, so we're going to call this episode, but I might do more of these if you guys seem interested in all the weird shit that I do and my neurodivergent shit. So, excuse me. Oh my God. That was so fucking unexpected. Okay. But yeah, if you guys are interested in this shit, like, let me know somehow or, you know, if this gets a lot of views, I'll do another one about all my weird shit, but, uh, we will call it on this one. Uh, I hope you still like me. If you're still listening, if you spent the last hour, 8 minutes and 37, 38, 39 seconds listening to this, and you still are okay, and you don't hate me, good for you. You're, you're, one of, you're, you're a real one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I will let you guys go back to your lives, um, so you don't have to listen to me rant and rave um, with my terrible voice. Uh, for another hour. Until next time, bye.